Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Joey Escalardo Jr. joining us here today, the owner of JSG BioCleanse Services from beautiful Austin, Texas. Welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. How was your 4th of July? Oh, it was great. And yours? Pretty simple, you know, sit around, watch some fireworks, eat some barbecue. That's the same thing we did here. <laughs> awesome. Glad you had a good time. Uh, we're excited to have you back here on the day after the 4th and talk more about what you do um, with your mold remediation and so much more. So please start off by telling us a little about your company, and we'll definitely get into some good details today. Can't wait. Okay. Um, I'm a biologist. Um, I'm a chemist by trade in, in so to speak, in the educated world. But then I went in to do uh, chemical nuclear biological warfare for the United States Army, and uh, once I got done with that, I got into some other adventures. Like I used to own my own gym, and I owned and operated, and uh, and I wrote books. I had TV shows. We had studios, and then uh, when the economy changed, we went into uh, 2009, 10 through 13. You know, economy kind of went crazy. So then I got into environmental inspections on gas pipelines, and that was been pretty good up through Colorado and New Mexico. And once again, the barrel price changed, and uh, we ended up moving to Austin. And it was just by chance that uh, someone found me out here doing some work for somebody and asked me if I wanted to get into the business. And uh, and here we are today where, I, uh, you know, uh, since from 2015 till now, you know, I've been escalating my level of education and experience. And uh, I've been blessed and fortunate to run my own mold remediation company out of Texas. Oh, wonderful. Well, we're excited to have you. Thank you again for being here. And uh, great conversation. Just remind us of the website, how we can reach you. And also, if you don't mind telling us, um, you know, uh, all forms of contact. Yes. Um, first and foremost, my website, the W's, and then jsgbiocleanservices.com. Um, you can also do that Facebook, where you can type in jsgbiocleanservices.com. Um, there's also, we got something up and running on Instagram, and last but not least, my email and uh, personal contact, phone number 512-661-4754, email jsgbiocleanse at gmail.com. Perfect. All right, so let's get started. For today, bring on the topic. Well, today I was going to get a little more interesting. Uh, I know most of what I've been talking about is real technical, and, and it may be a little boring and mundane for, for the average person. So I was going to get into some experiences that I've had and tell you some stories, you know, some more stories, and, and uh, see if anyone may be falling into the same predicament, and they'd be like, oh, wow, that's how you deal with that, or, wow, that wasn't the same, or that was the same experience. You know, we never know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to hear about this. Well, for example, uh, yesterday I was uh, I did a little bit of work uh, over the weekend, and um, lady uh, was going through chemo, so it was a rush job. She asked for some uh, some immediate services, uh, being that she was going to get chemo done on uh, Monday, this past Monday. So over the weekend we jumped in, and um, unfortunately, plumber was doing some work. Said, "Oh no, look what I found!" and they stopped all progress. Now, for some people. They're highly allergic and toxic to any kind of fumes or, or any kind of extra, you know, they, they can't even have uh, uh, scented anything because it affects how they, their, their health, their immune system. Now, on top of that, she was going to go through chemo, so she was very highly suspect of even the chemicals that we were going to use, which there are a bunch out there that are natural and they, they, they're unscented. So, you know, it took us a while to just even explain to her the procedure of how we were going to keep her health uh, uh in our conscious mind of what she was going to be going through because she was under a lot of stress with just having to go through the chemo already. So over the weekend, you know, we set up containment, 
And unfortunately, uh, like I said, someone already started work. So we had to go and desanitize and clean out the whole house because of possibilities of cross-contamination. So as we were vacuuming in and out and wiping everything off and then setting up a containment, so the husband was like, oh, i got to work. So I still need to go in the back, back room to get her office. So we had to make a tunnel and build out, if you can imagine, remember the movie E.T. where they have these bubbles and tunnels. We had to make one of those tunnels to get from her restroom in the hallway all the way up to the front door. And then on top of that, still do the work. So it was kind of exciting to see that we were able to succeed at getting up a proper containment, make a, make a, a tube kind of tunnel for him to walk past the work site, which is the hallway bathroom. And then, obviously, make sure that she's okay with everything because uh, you can't even have scented trash bags. I mean, it was to that extent. So as we did the work Saturday, we removed all the, all the uh, unfortunate errors that uh, the previous company did. And then um, Sunday, stayed all there, sanding down everything, wiping down everything. And then you might have heard of a company called Seventh Generation. I mean, they're pretty popular nowadays with soaps and detergents claiming that you know they don't put fragrances and they're all natural. And she was very specific on having us use that as the cleaning uh, uh, solution. And I kept explaining to her, I was like, you know, it, it's, uh, it's ironic. You're, I know you're under a lot of pressure and you're under a lot of stress. But here you are going to put radiation in your body to eradicate the situation you're in with your cancer. And in this situation, you're telling me that you would tell the, 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 the doctor, well, I don't want to use that form of uh, nuclear medicine because... You know, at what extent do you draw the line on how much you can control and prevent not using chemicals? So I kept explaining to her, I was like, we have natural botanical solutions that are are fragrance-free. And she said, no, 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 you're going to do it this way, this way, this way. I was like, okay. So in the end, I went and spoke with the mold assessor consultant and said, listen, um, unfortunately, you know, um, our hands are tied. And the bottom line is, you know, almost in the aspect the the client's always right, you know, but in this situation, if you're going to hold us accountable and we do not pass an inspection, you're going to have to give us a release of liability because I'm not authorizing and I'm not okay with using stuff that she's not the expert on. I understand that her system and I understand she's under a lot of stress, but you're going to hold me accountable for things that I'm not fully 100% backing and prepared. So we did what we were asked. Um, I ended up sanding a little more than I wanted to. I got in there and sanded everything down. And we wiped it off, cleaned it, and got out of there. Uh, Monday, we came in. Was it Monday? Yeah, Monday we walked in, did our final clean, set up our plastic, set up our containment, did our final wipe, and we walked out. It's situations like that where, you know, you just never know what you're up against. And all of a sudden, you you know, you come across a situation where a person's particular about how you want to do the job. And here you are saying, well... You know, I wouldn't go to a dentist and be like, oh, you know what, I just can't, you know, I just don't want you to use that type of toothpaste or that type of fluoride. You know, it's kind of hard to do your job then, right? But it, it is what it is. That's that's one story that I uh, just got into. Um, another one over the weekend, this uh, real estate agent that I, I've worked, I've done work for before, it's always someone buying or selling that finds something and, and they're trying to negotiate on price. So either the buyer has to do it. And they take off the price on the from the total of, of the sell, or the sell, or the seller does it, and you know they get the full price. Either way, there's mold in the water here to cause it. So I get called in, and I go Thursday morning inspection, and uh, sure enough, you know I was looking at the at the, and, and unfortunately, you know another another delicate kind of walking on eggshells, uh, not to say anything 
but it is what it is. The fact is, these were elderly people. Um, it seemed like they were from uh, another country. So there was this whole distrust issue of me even just coming in. I was like, look, your guy recommended me. I didn't call you. You called me. I'm telling you what you need to do, and we needed to get get the uh, uh, the water heater closet and take out the water heater before uh, we moved off the platform, of course, because they you know, didn't want to ruin the water heater. And all, all I was explaining to them was, I can set up a containment, and this is the garage, so once again, unconditioned airspace. But I still set up containment, I set up the negative air machines, I set up a dehumidifier, and mind you, doing this at 6 o'clock at night, uh, what day was this? <laughs> Monday, Monday night. Yeah, so I went over to Monday night, and, uh, you know, I was waiting for the plumber, and as I was waiting, I was telling them, I could still do things without having the plumber here. And in their mind, they were thinking a resolution to the whole situation. And the, the gentleman kept saying, no, 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 I insist you don't do anything till the plumber gets here. I was like, okay, the plumber's working for me. I'm telling the plumber all I need him to do is disconnect the water lines because I don't want you to blame me because I'm not a licensed plumber. But technically, there's a knob here. We shut it off. There's a valve, you see, and then there's valve on the bottom of your tank. You can release the tension and drain out the water. I was like, we got to do this. If the plumber's standing right next to me, sir, he still has to wait till we drain the tank because it's heavy. It's full of water. So let me do some things. So every time I was doing something, he'd walk in and, I mean, the guy practically wanted me to save the nails coming out. I was like, <laughs> sir, uh, under the pretense... It's like using a, a soil diaper. You wouldn't reuse it. It's done. It's trash. We've got to get rid of it. And if you're going to force me to reuse some of this wood, I want you to sign a release of liability. There's no way I'm going to authorize. I'll sand it down. I'll clean it with solutions. And, I'll, and, and, and we'll, we'll use an encapsulant primer that's special with encapsulant uh, uh, antimicrobial properties in it. But I'm telling you, you're not going to reuse this. And, I'm, and the guy that puts this back... I'm going to make him sign a document telling him that I told you not to put this back. And, of course, you know, the gentleman's like, well, why, why can't we save it? I was like, it's, the, the mold is penetrated into the wood, sir. I mean, you're talking pennies. What are you selling your house for, I told him. He goes, oh, it's a 400 some thousand. Okay, and you're telling me $30 of material is going to throw you out of the ballgame? You know, sometimes you just have to make people understand simple logic to understand, you know, you're going from point A to point B, and they can't foresee what C is, so they just automatically make assumptions that, you know, they can jump in and intervene. And, and it got to a point where I finally, you know, I told them it was 10 o'clock at night Monday. I was like, look, it's late. I got to go home. The plumber did show up. He took out the water heater. And I told him, look, I'll do the rest tomorrow, which was uh, yesterday, you know, fourth, uh, fourth and first, uh, first thing in the morning. So I got there in the morning, and there I am removing the drywall, sanding down the wood, which, I mean, the wood... Once again, for whatever reasons, and they had a tenant, I guess, prior. Um, but the wood was completely black. So I told him, I was like, I just can't leave this like this. I have to sand it, I have to treat it, I have to put solutions. Then I got to sand it and treat it. Then I got to vacuum it. Then I got to wipe it off. Then I got to put the paint on it. And this, you know, he kept understanding that painting meant like I was going to go out and go to Lowe's or Home Depot and buy paint and paint it for him. I was like, no, no, I got to encapsulate it. After I get all this grime off, then I got to sand that down. Then I, so in the in long story short, this gentleman, you know, got into the point where it was just everything he was watching under me, you know, and here I am, the professional tech, saying to him, well, so this is the reason we got to do this. 
And this is the reason why we got to do that. And and finally, uh, I, I finally told him, I was like, look, do you want to do this? <laughs> I have no problem just walking right now because, I mean, you know more than me, yet you called me to do this. Now, if you, either you're going to let me do my job, you're going to take the advice I'm going to give you, or I could just walk. I'd rather just walk than have you dictate to me how I should be doing my job. Yet you're not the one that's going to have a license being regulated. You're not the one that's going to get filed and sued. And I understand it's your home. And I understand, and I'm treating this like if you're my grandparents. But you got to let me do my job. I mean, every time you come in and ask me a question, if we could save this, we could save that, I already told you no. And, and you don't want to take the answer because, in your mind, you're going to save money by keeping a $40 piece of, of wood trim, door trim, when we can go buy a new one. And you're going to sell your home for how much? So you're willing to gamble tops maybe 100 bucks of material just so you can be cheap and say, I shouldn't say the word cheap, just so you can be inexpensive and say, oh, well, I saved, I saved myself $50, but then the mold could come back and I could lose the 400000 <laughs> yeah. It's scenarios like that. You know, you always have to, uh, you know, be almost like a politician. Wow. <laughs> you got to save face, but you got to do the job, you know. So it's kind of it's kind of those catch-22s where you just, you know, you have to be very uh, tedious, and explaining to them, but they got to realize that there's rules that you have to follow. Um, those, were, those, were, those were just the last two jobs I was on over the weekend. Uh, another one that uh, I'm still working on right now, um, this is up in Taylor, Texas, which, you know, you're talking about a 45-minute drive out of town anyway. So we got there, and unfortunately the duplex is, you know, under under its distress. So they call us in, they have a, what is, or remember, I was explaining you the Max. So the Mac wrote a protocol. But, he didn't say the the distance, so he said, "Okay, I want four feet up," but he didn't say the length. I want four feet in, you know, twenty feet in. He just he just said, "Okay, well, you know, I want this cut right here, four feet, which was under the cabinets in the kitchen." So I was like, "Okay, well, we got to detach the cabinets." So here we go, opening it up, and the rule. Remember, there's a rule, uh, and it's a rule of thumb, but it's a, it's a general hardcore rule among us in the industry. You must cut two feet beyond the last visible damage. So. We ended up gutting the whole house because every two feet I'd find more. Oh I'd find gosh, more. Yeah. And here comes here comes the neighbors like, hey, is this place up to rent? They thought I was the owner of the house. I was like, no, I'm sorry, I'm the guy remediating. They're like, oh wow, you know, it's amazing. I don't see how people were living there. And I was, you know, me being dumb, asking questions. Well, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you know, there was this wa- water heater broke on the side. Oh, okay. And then the ten, the, one of the original tenants stopped by while I was working and said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other water heater busted out, too. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. What? That explains why we were finding more and more. And then finally a third person came by and said, oh, yeah, but there was a fire here on, on the duplex on the A-side. And I was like, okay, well, how big of a fire? You know, what are we talking about? Oh, they have to, you know, put it down, put water everywhere. So I finally went back to the, the owner and said, listen, I'm sorry. You know, obviously you withheld information from me. But I'm telling you that the scope of work is now not just four feet. Now we're having to remove the firewall that's in between your units. We have to take down all cabinets. And last but not least, all the door frames, all the door jams. Because every time I'd go two feet, two feet, two feet, two feet, I'd end up running into the door jam. I was like, okay, well, what's behind the door jam? And sure enough, the funny stuff. So in the end, I mean, we ended up getting what is called a four-foot perimeter cut. We cut four feet 
and I don't know, eighteen hundred square feet vineyard, which is the whole uh, duplex on one side and the other side, you know, pretty much the same. And you know, you just never know when you open up these things, and, and the people, you know, uh, whether they withhold information intentionally or not, you know, you start looking at that and saying, well, you know, what am I supposed to do? And you know, and I always tell people, you know, uh, first thing I always tell people, what are what are your intentions? What is what is your expectation of this? And then the second thing I always tell them, you're not going to like to hear me talk, but I will always tell you the truth. You may have Mr. Adjuster or your insurance agent or your property management tell you lies, but I'm going to tell you the truth because my name and my integrity is on the line, and I will not subject myself to be seen as someone that um, skips steps or doesn't do his job to the fullest. Now, if you want to fire me at any point, that's that's uh, your prerogative. I mean, this is your house. You want to you want to put a hole in the wall and paint it pink? I'll be right back. We'll put some pink paint. You know, this is your house. But if you're entrusting me to be your contract, uh, mold remediating contractor, then you got to take my word for it. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm not here to hurt your property. In fact, I'm here doing more than anyone's ever done for you. I mean, everyone that's lied to you up until this point has been telling you what you want to hear. And now you're hearing what you don't want to hear, but I'm getting you your results. I'm getting you a clean house. I'm getting you a refurbished, restored property that's been remediated properly. And finally, the the owner took, took notice after. I mean, of course, everything's documented with pictures. I'm not just cutting walls and, uh, you know, oh, look, take this wall. You know, oh, look, another two feet. Send pictures, send pictures. And before you know it, I mean, you know, this guy was like, oh, my God, I didn't think of the extent of this. I was like, wow. You know, that's, that's, that's what happens when, you know, you're in the property game, you know. Fortunately, you know, you're you're liable, and that's why your tenants have been telling you they're breaking their leases because they are sick. And um, I got you the, all the evidence you have that requires why they could have sued you at any point. You know, people have rights, and if they're telling you they're feeling sick and nauseous, and uh, they they have symptoms of mold, and, uh, you know, now you got evidence. Uh, I'm not going to be the one to hold you accountable, but someone will. And uh, sure enough, that was something that I'm still doing. I still got to go uh, go treat the wood and send that one down later on this afternoon. Um, I'll give you uh, one. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. Wow. It's insane how people, uh, you know, get, get through. And uh, and, and that's, what, that, that's what the key element that I wanted to bring up as a topic. You know, no one can see through walls. You can bore holes and the Mac can say, okay, you know, this and that. And even then they can say, well, it's up to here. You know, I'm in a house right now where I'm calling from uh, what we're talking. And, um, you know, I mean, it ended up being that we had to gut half the dining room, the hallway bath, his pantry, kitchen, coffee area, all the kitchen, the upstairs bath, the upstairs toilet, and the master bath uh, uh, closet. And, you know, you just start, and all of a sudden it just starts, like, it's like pulling that thread, right? You just don't know how much going to come out until you look at it and you're like, okay. And, you know, of course, by all means, uh, every day there's a report, daily report, and there's daily conversations with the homeowners. I'm not just will-nilly cutting, saying, hey, I'm doing whatever I want. I'm, I'm explaining to them the purpose and the, and the point. You know, it's like, you, you wouldn't want to get to this point and then say, well, you know, forget it. Let's just leave it at that. Because then what's the whole point of going through that extent and then having it resurface again? I, it, it, to me, it would be uh, inconceivable. Oh, wow. Well, let's take a quick break here. You've been on a roll, uh, which is awesome. Uh, we'll make it a quick one. Tell us how we can reach you. Yes, uh, 
4754 and uh, email gsd at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, everyone, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Don't go anywhere. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, Online Radio Box, and Simple Radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcast on the go and don't miss a minute of the action hey welcome to everything outdoors can i help you find anything hey yeah can you point us to the camping gear sure aisle two snowboarding just bought a new nissan pathfinder it's got intelligent four by four and we want to hit the backcountry aisle 18 and the boats are you sure you can do all this up to six thousand pounds towing we're good to go oh where's the scuba gear return to rugged in the all-new 2022 nissan pathfinder Available Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual for proper use. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief. America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Welcome to Philo, where you can get more than 60 channels for $25 in DVR for days. We've got hip-hop for lovers, renovations for brothers, pups for preschoolers, and hugs for hallmarkies. Start your free trial and find out more at Philo.tv. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We're so excited to have our friend here joining us today, Joey Gallardo. We're talking about his company, JSG BioCleanse Services, all about mold remediation. And yes, he is a licensed mold remediation contractor in Texas and Florida uh, and really has, uh, my goodness, a vast knowledge as a, is it a biochemist? What's the word I use? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I went to college and got a, my degree in biology and chemistry. Yes, awesome. but I did chemical nuclear biological warfare in the army, so I did that as well. Oh my goodness! All right, we still got uh, four minutes left here. What else did you want to add to the show? Well, I'll give you some. Uh, when I was a, a national project manager, some of the worst case scenarios, and I, I, I apologize if this grotesque uh, issues uh, may 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 be hard to swallow. But this is some of the work I've had to do. There was a hurricane in North Carolina, and unfortunately. Um, they did a, 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 I think, a safety checkup on someone that they hadn't seen in a while. And mind you, the tornado, the hurricane happened in, in uh, late September, and we were doing this work in March, April. So almost a couple, six months almost went by before anyone did a safety check on this gentleman. Well, unfortunately, elderly man, I guess, didn't have many people looking after him. And he perished. He passed away. And unfortunately, um, his body exploded. But here's the sick part about this, uh, how the mold came out. 
his animals, his puppies were eating him and then defecating him out. And the body parts and everything they were living on was turning all to mold and turned the whole apartment complex. And and we had to, I mean, once obviously they removed the body, uh, we had to go in there and gut that thing. And, you know, when you look at, you hear stories like that, and you're like, I just can't believe that, you know, but that's just life, you know. Unfortunately, um, it happens in the situations where, you know, the, the worst case scenario, mold comes from different avenues. That was one. Uh, another story, uh, I, I did the riots up in Minneapolis, and... Um, I was working. I was working up there, and when I got up there, I went and talked to the property owner and the management of each company. And like there was an AutoZone, a Dollar, a Dollar Tree, a Dollar, no Dollar, a Dollar Tree or something like that, and H uh, and um, R Block, uh, Walgreens, stuff like that. So we're in there uh, cleaning out all the damage that had happened um, from the riots that were going through up in Minneapolis. And sure enough, um, we found Molotov cocktail bombs. So you know we were like going in, having to call a bomb squad, to get that all cleaned out. And while we were working, you know, a lot of people in the neighborhood were really grateful they were there. There was a lot of people that weren't. Uh, there was people shooting at us, you know, just because we were in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, we were doing our job on the property that was secured with gates and everything, but because the cops weren't really, uh, let's just say, not up to really partaking in a lot of services at the time because of uh, everything, that, that trauma that went up there. Um, you know, we'd have to we'd have to figure out ways to... to uh, keep our, our clientele as well as our, our workers safe. Um, and that was kind of interesting. Uh, there was also the, the one I wanted to bring up was that uh, we were uh, looking... Unfortunately, there's people like hoarders, and I hate to use such a strong word, but I've, everyone's seen the shows. And sometimes, you know, when there's a water mitigation issue where the water pipes burst and everything, well, it's hard to get to the back of the walls. And water just sits there under boxes and boxes, and then that starts to fester, and then the funny stuff starts growing up. And it's hard to get people to understand that, you know, you got to throw away some things. And, and there's some people who just will not release. You know, I had a guy go dumpster diving for some nails. You know, we're here taking out boxes and, and stuff and everything's horrible. I mean, just horrible. The smells are getting to us. And we're throwing away everything that's affected. All this is, of course, approved by insurance and everything. We weren't just going at it. We already got his permission and saying, hey, we got it. But there's some real psychological aspects when people are, are in that psychological state of mind where they just do not want to release things. Um, for example, there was uh, used adult diapers that were stacking up in the tub. And we're looking at the people like, why do you want to keep those? <laughs> I mean, those are used diapers. I mean, let us help you. Help us help you, you know. Um, oh and then last yeah. one, yeah, I mean, oh, it was, it was, I mean, you know. And then last but not least, uh, one of the major fires I went to uh, was a carpet, carpet place over in uh, Georgia. And, of course, that. Someone threw a cigarette butt up on top of one of the carpets and torched the whole place. So in the end, you know, you you find out that uh, no one's evil will, but just major disasters happen all the time, and you get yourself in situations where you got to explain to people, I'm sorry that you're going through these items and these issues, but we're here to help you. We're here to help you to the best of our ability. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us. Would you mind sharing the best form of contact for our listeners, please? Yes, yes. Uh, phone number 512-661-4754. Email jsgbiocleanse at gmail.com. All right. Well, thank you so much. Pleasure talking to you today. Looking forward to the next time we get to connect, okay? Thank you so much. Thanks again. Have a great day. To all of our listeners, stay tuned. More the show is on the way. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C. Take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D. Help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.